you are a grown human being. But just look at yourself. Look what you've become. You're addicted. It started when you were young, just a little bit here and there. And over time, you can't get enough of video games. Welcome to One More Game. They keep making them, and we keep playing them. And everyone around us will keep nagging. Boy, you guys sure do complain a lot. If it's video game news, reviews, and commentary, we're talking about it. So when your life doesn't allow you to spend time playing games, we've got you covered. This is the One More Game Podcast. And now your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I turned myself into a pickle, Swift. Boom, big reveal. I'm a pickle. What do you think about that, Stroke? I turned myself into a pickle. I'm Pickle Matt. Welcome, gamers around the world, to One More Game Podcast. This is episode 45 on the 11th of May, 2023. I'm your host, Stroke, and I'm here with my good friends once again, Swift Mida. Swift, what's going on? Excited to be here. Oh, I'm so stoked for our main oh, topic. He's back in it, baby. Tell you what. And I'm Pickle Matt. Here's... Welcome back, sir. I uh, saw a ghost behind you just now. Yep. She's, yeah. uh, he walks here and there, they say. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, if you're uh, joining us in the chat, we're happy to have you. As always, we are going to talk Zelda tonight in preparation for the release of a game that's already getting 10 out of 10s from everywhere you can find it. So we're excited to talk to you and uh, revisit the past, a link to the past, if you will, uh, for you uh, Zelda fans tonight. Uh, but Topical. first, before we do that, uh, let's just talk about it. This only happens once every, I don't know, five to seven years that we get a new Zelda game. Uh, but we got we to gotta take advantage of it while we can. This episode is going to be sorely missed by one of our other uh, members of One More Game podcast, Buttered Toast, who uh, pretty much wrote the episode show notes by himself. But uh, guess what he's doing currently? He's watching, at a hockey game, right? Yep. The Dallas Stars hopefully win tonight. Uh, but, uh, Let's this one go, goes, Stars! This one goes out to you there, buddy. Hopefully you're watching us uh, on your phone. You better be. All right, guys. <laughs> let's, let's jump right into uh, the news for the week. All right, Pickle Matt, lead us off. What's, what do you got going on with the old, uh, Hogwarts Legacy? Hogwarts Legacy was a big moneymaker for old Warner Brothers there. They amassed $1 billion in revenue uh, on the game so far, and it hasn't been released on the Switch, which should happen later this year or next. Uh, that's their fifth $1 billion-plus IP uh, for them, which I think they needed the W, you know, based on their movies and streaming service. They're they're kind of hurting. DC Universe kind of sucks, with the exception of a few movies, but... Yeah, there they go. Hogwarts, okay. milk that cow as much as you can. Besides, dude, I thought. Oh, go ahead. I just was gonna say I thought the game was awesome, and despite all the, you know, weirdness happening with people complaining about the game and the series, I'm happy it's doing well because I've been a uh, Harry Potter fan since I was about, I don't know. 
Yeah. Aside from Harry Potter, the first one came out. Aside from Harry Potter and let's say DC, even though their movies are trash, I'm sure they make plenty of money. What do you think the other uh, billion dollar IPs are for Warner Brothers? If you had to guess, does that include all media forms or just video games? All media. Ooh, that's tough. You said besides DC? Besides DC and Harry Potter, of course. Uh, yeah, I, I have no idea. I don't know. Warner Brothers is tough. Yeah, I don't know. This the one that kind of surprised me. I guess will uh, make sense though. Is Game of Thrones? I guess HBO is owned by the Warner. Oh um, yeah. Group. Sure. Oh no, kidding. All right. Yep. Uh, DC was in there. I think some other. Oh, well, the Hobbit. Yeah. Ah, so Lord of the Rings. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. All right. Well, congrats, Hogwarts Legacy. That's kind of crazy. They made that much money without even being on Switch, and it just came out, I think, on the older uh, Xbox and PlayStation. So they're about to probably see a pretty good jump in their uh, revenue from that one billion, which is kind of cool. Well deserved, I'd say. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's impressive. I wonder how much. Uh, I'm sure there's a number somewhere, but I wonder how much money Harry Potter has made for the various. Uh, publishers over the year i assume it's like nearing a hundred billion or something you know yeah with all the books and movies insane amount i'm sure yeah all right all right good well, for let's, jk let's uh let's jump Dude, into is, is it actually true is it actually true that she was homeless prior to, like she wrote these things on i don't napkins, know napkins as i've heard there's so much like lore around her that I don't even know what's true and what's not. Yeah. I think she thought of it in a dream is what she originally said, but okay. I had heard rumors that she stole it from someone else and all kinds of stuff. So who knows? All I know is that there, there would have been lawsuits. I guess we haven't talked about this, but uh, they did ink a deal with HBO to uh, get a Harry Potter going on HBO. So yeah. One finally, book per season. We're finally going to see uh, Hermione and Ron bang it out on HBO after dark. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> no gracias. Uh, no gracias. I, I, actually, I actually would be excited about that because I truly love the books and the movies <laughs> did an okay job. What? Sorry, about the series, <laughs> not oh. about... Oh, shut up. Um, yeah. I was very confused. <laughs> That yeah, that was really bad timing. My bad. Um, <laughs> but I would actually be excited for the series because they could do so much more as far as plot line and character development in a series versus a you know hour and a half movie for a single seven hundred page book. Totally agree with you. Jen's been listening to the audiobooks because she never read them growing up, and she's like, "Man, the movies miss a lot." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, oh they miss so much. It's wild." Yeah, yeah. I'd be down to see a series legitimately devoted to Voldemort and his like childhood. Just n- only him. That would also be very cool. A uh, cool spinoff to just see what, why he is the way he is and develop ply, his power. One ply toilet paper, I think, is what drove him over the edge. Yeah. There's no uh, spell for that. There's no spell for that. Just to, just to clear the poop out of your butthole. Wipus totalis. 
All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Diablo 4 Battle Pass and seasonal details have been released. Uh, seasons will be three months long, and they'll introduce kind of how Diablo 3 works, fresh concepts and ideas uh, into the world of Sanctuary, the developers have said. Uh, so it's going to kind of work like a lot of other Blizzard games currently. The standard Battle Pass will be for free. And then you'll have access to the premium version, which has more things to unlock for $10. And then your accelerated cheater mode will be $25, and that'll give you 20 tiers unlocked, quote-unquote. We're making this for those who have a late start in the season but don't want to miss out on the cosmetics. Okay. (laughs) Uh, We want more money. Yeah. Dude, do you know if... Uh, you pre-ordered the game. Do you get the standard battle pass or the premium? I was trying to look it up real quick before I uh, asked the question. I, I just think couldn't, we got couldn't do it. the premium battle pass, if I remember right, but I'll have to check into that. It's okay. a good question. Yeah, I, c- I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> let me pull up the Blizzard client. There's Oh, there's a stress test this weekend, boys. Just don't forget about that. You're going to get in there or are you going to be playing... Uh, Tears. Negative. My my copy of Tears is on a UPS uh, delivery tomorrow. Why do you need a copy? You can literally download it in two hours. Um, nope, because I like a physical copy of the games that I want to play forever and ever. Okay, Boomer. Dude, I, uh, I respect that. I can that. also resell that if I need to. If I, want to. I also, also just looked it up for if you pre-ordered the Ultimate Edition... You get the accelerated seasonal battle pass. Oh, for Diablo Four. I don't I'm, know what I'm assuming just for I the first three months. But I got the except or the ultimate because it came with a WoW mount when I was super into WoW. <laughs> but now <laughs> I'm happy awesome. about it because uh, that battle pass will be dope. You know, nice marketing wins again. It always does. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be in there. You can. Bet your sweet one more game loving butts that uh, we'll be playing some Diablo. So if you want to join us, why don't you join our uh, Discord, one more game Discord. Pickle Matt's going to post that link in the chat there, and I'll also have it available for you in the description for the podcast in case you're listening abroad. But uh, we'd love to have you guys join our Discord as the community continues to grow. There's people to play games with and uh, talk about games and meme and all that stuff, so... All right, guys, let's move on. Hollow Knight, another big game series that I'm a big fan of. Uh, They just released an unfortunate update on Twitter about uh, what's been going on with Silksong, the follow-up to their original game, Hollow Knight. And uh, he basically said, Hey, gang, just a quick update about Silksong. We had planned to release it in the first half of 2023, but development is still continuing. We're excited the game is taking shape, and it's gotten quite big, so we want to take the time to make the game as good as we can. So no actual date more to follow as they, uh, as they get closer to release, but if you've been looking out for that game for the last, what feels like four years, but it's actually three plus, uh, you will wait longer. Swift, this might give you enough time to beat the original because you loved watching me play it so much. Yes, I still don't think I'm going to do it, I'll be honest. Okay, okay. Have you played Hollow Knight, Stab? I did, yeah. I don't think I beat Hollow Knight. It was hard Uh, to beat. I I played it on the Switch, but I I played a lot of it. I guess it's it's different than Hades 
right? So I was thinking like Hades Hollow Knight. I'm surprised you didn't beat Hollow Knight. He is God he gamer. Hades he probably in like two games or two days. Hollow Knight um, but... took me a little bit longer to get used to. It's I think it's a little more skillful. I don't know. There's Whoa, there's a lot more variety. Your mouth, dude. Like. I still suck at Hades. There's more. <laughs> Hollow Knight yeah. is definitely There's... more Elden Ringy than uh, yeah. Hades. Yeah. yeah, it's a different kind of game. It's good though. All right, all right, fine. Well, that pretty much wraps up the news for the week. We'll just jump right in, just right in to the game's radar this week. If you guys had to guess what sound I just made from a Zelda game, what what would you guess? Hey, listen. <laughs> yeah good job uh cool cool all right pickle matt why don't you lead us off with the the games raider yeah timely for the season death or treat comes out to all platforms <laughs> may 11th it's a hollow the halloween spirit is missing play as scary and help him uh save hallow town death or treat is a 2d action roguelite uh, and hack and slash with hand-painted environments and traditional animation. Explore all the worlds and defeat hordes of enemies using different weapons and skills. Which yeah, if you're uh, just you're gonna... oh, go ahead. I was just the direction or the description sounds exactly like every roguelite we've seen in the last five years. If you're looking at the gameplay here, it looks a lot like Hollow Knight, except uh, like. There's a lot more neon colors and stuff, but it actually looks like it's right up my alley. 2D platformer, Metroidvania-style game. I mean, the, pretty good. the main character looks like the Hollow Knight. Yeah, even the way he swings his weapons look like Yeah. I might check this one out. So Death or Treat uh, today, available on all platforms. You're right. They nailed the timing, I think. They did as as, as, uh, <laughs> the seasons Halloween right May. in May. I think we're exactly like six months away from Halloween, as far <laughs> as you can get. All right, Swift. Why don't you tell uh, the listeners about a little obscure game of the year called um, I think it's Tears of the Kingdom. Tears. Yeah. Um. So tomorrow, I think. What have we? We all agreed that we're taking off work tomorrow to play this game all oh, day. Yeah. Yep. Essentially, I've been wor- I've um, been off work all week, just getting ready. Well, love just that. getting ready, preparing um, my yeah. my body for so, mal- yeah, mal- malnourishment. The, uh, the, yeah, right. The main topic of the week this week will be Zelda, as we alluded to, and um, we're all very excited about this to include. Uh, our other buddy who's not here, who we have actually introduced on camera. No, uh, but toast. He was at the. Um, he was the live reaction to the game rewards. Yeah. yeah oh, true. He was. He was. He was. Yeah. True. You, you're right. You're right. But yeah, Tears of the Kingdom tomorrow. Get on it. It's gonna be awesome. We got we got lots of news that we have. Well, if you're a huge Zelda fan, you probably have seen a lot of it too. But uh, we got some stuff. The All right. only thing I hate is that I have an OLED switch and not the Tears uh, Tears of the Kingdom switch. OLED. That yeah. thing looks that thing looks so cool. If Dude, I see I had... if I see that tomorrow on my travels, I'm gonna buy it. When we my original switch was the Breath of the Wild switch with the case, the brown case. Oh yeah. And then we we left it on the airplane 
that one fateful day, which is why I did switch to the OLED. All right, I'll give you one more game, if you will. Humanity comes out on PlayStation and PC on the 16th. It's an unusual experiment in puzzling entertainment, especially uh, what I can tell from this screen. So uh, if you're watching here, if you're if you're not watching and you're just listening abroad, what I'm looking at is a little glowing puppy dog leading masses and masses of simulated human beings through this puzzle solving game uh, called Humanity. Uh, basically, you are uh, manipulating massive crowds of individual people of all kinds, and uh, they work together and fight against each other in various ways to solve puzzles. It kind of looks, looks pretty like unique. Yeah. The way they climb walls is very unsettling to me. It's kind of like World War Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very weird. Oh, there's some yeah. shooting going on, too. My cats are fighting. It might be worth a checkout, dude. Swift, this might be a good candidate for obscure game. Uh, yeah. It, it's pretty trippy looking. Plus, I do love a little, you know, puzzle. So. Uh, a good humanity puzzle. All right, Pickle Matt, lead us uh, lead, lead us to the to the finish line here with the uh, the game's radar. Oh yeah, the first R-rated movie that I'm Pickle Matt ever saw as a child, Starship Troopers Extermination. Uh PC comes out on May 17th. Uh puts players off, let's see, on the far off front lines in an all-out assault against the arachnid menace. Work together in frantic 12-player squad-based co-op FPS combat to complete objectives, acquire resources, build and defend your base of operations, and then escape. First boobs I ever saw. Yeah. Co-ed showers. Same, same. Yep. And first ones I saw over and over and over and over again because of everyone. (laughs) Dude, the fact that it's 12-player co-op sounds awesome. Yeah, I was going to talk I about wish... that. There's no game out there that has that sort of number of party. No, that's so many people joining out. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. And it's got base building, which I love, uh, as well as like horde modes it looks like. This could be this could be pretty good. The animation looks kind of rudimentary, but if it's got good gameplay, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I, uh, I did read some reviews on it. They said the uh, the shooting feels really good. The combat, like the way that the enemies flow and, and attack you makes sense for the, the movies and kind of gives that same chaotic, never-ending f- battle sense. Uh, so it might be worth checking out. I think this game's radar is the first time where I found f- four games that I'm like, I'll probably try all of these, uh, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a... Uh... Oh, it's such a good part of my childhood, that movie. Very gory, too. Affected yeah. me in many ways. The brain, the one that eats the brains. Remember that one? Yeah. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so I had heard that they had intended that movie to be a parody when it came out, but it doesn't really look like that. Do it's you like remember? The technology wasn't there to make it parody enough, so it just looked like they yeah. were trying really hard to make a sci-fi. It's crazy that- it's got Denise Richards, right? And then the dude from How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, Denise oh. Richards. She was in that and then Blue Mountain State. Oh, unreal. She looked the exact same. So hot. 
Amazing what to Charlie plastic Sheen at the surgery time, does. Hey, there was one other. <laughs> speaking of plastic, there was one other uh, news item. The did you guys see the ROG? Is it ROG Ally by ASUS? I did see some, yeah, yeah, yeah. some reviews on this thing. Officially pre-orderable. So I thought this was very interesting that it became pre-orderable the same day that they allowed reviews to come out on it. And the reviews were less than stellar too, which was interesting. Did you guys get a chance to look at that at all? I did. I saw Linus's video on it. Um, he basically said... It's a nice piece of hardware that won't kill the Steam Deck, though. So. <laughs> yeah, that's what people were pitching it as was a Steam Deck killer. Because if you look at the side by side comparison of the two, um, the two platforms, like the ROG Ally looks like it should be, like kick the Steam Deck's ass. But apparently, it's natively running Windows. That's and, the main problem. Uh, yeah, and Asus is a hardware company, not a software company. So there's like bloatware on it and stuff slowing it down that the Steam Deck doesn't have to deal with because they have their own internal OS. Yeah, Windows is Windows does not play friendly with handheld slash mobile devices, and so I don't see this working very well. Yeah, yeah that sucks. Valve is a software company, so it kind of makes sense that their software would be better. But they're saying that. Uh, one of the reviewers was playing Doom Eternal and he could only get on like medium settings, he could only get like 45 minutes of gameplay before the battery was shot. And then an hour and a half would be turned everything down. Cool. But well, I'll I, be, uh... well I, know, I know we've complained about the Steam Deck as far as battery before, but it's better than that for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can get like two, two and a half hours on a, a like a on, pretty demanding on game. Elden Ring. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is, uh, but I, I don't know. I don't think anybody should give up on it. I just wouldn't pre-order it if I were, if I had the money, because they yeah. have a lot of, they have a lot of time to fix it. It sounds like, and it's if it's software stuff, I feel like that's more fixable than hardware. But who knows? So what is the? Um, I think we've talked about it before, but I can't remember. Um, I haven't looked it up. What is the price point of this? Did you see that in the article? It's, it's pretty comparable it's to comparable. the Steam Deck. I think I want to say okay. it's six hundred dollars for like the okay. got it the normal model. Yeah, yeah, they have the two different models, and then they're both AMD architecture. So, got it. But, uh, yeah. Well, if anyone picks up an ROG Ally, let us know how it is. Reach out to us at OMG underscore podcast GG on Twitter or Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know how that bad boy is working for you, if it's uh, improving your gaming lifestyle or not. And uh, we'd, we'd be happy to talk to you as well in the Discord like we already talked about. Speaking of Discord, have you guys ever been browsing through our Discord and seen a channel called Sweet Pickles? Well, tonight... I have. Pickle Matt is going to explain to you what that is and why you should care. Oh, Sweet Pickles is the channel where I post, and anyone can post, really, So, uh, and including bots, uh, <laughs> the best gaming and video game or even just, just general technology deals that are available to you um, so you can save some money on some video games and, and uh, accessories or whatever you're shopping for. Nice. You got any sweet deals in there right now? I know we saw, I posted one about a Fortnite skin, if you care about that stuff. Um, no. Uh, so here's the thing. 
is I have a three-month-old that doesn't like to sleep, and then uh, there's water uh, filling up one of our bathrooms, so we've got to do some insurance claims and stuff like that. But if you look, you can get uh, Swift Lifestyles uh, Reaction XL for Gamer Focus. It's a supplement that won't give you the jitters. It's the best. It's also one more game official license inspired by yours truly and my two friends and uh i love this stuff i took it before work actually uh and i was just just locked laser in focused. just locked laser in, focused and it's guaranteed I, to give you 150 percent more focus whatever that means that's not more, actually true it, it actually raised my mana nobody could prove that that's not true so yeah no the things that i say are made up so but it it is nice. It's good. It doesn't taste bad either, right? It doesn't taste like those really crappy like No, it tastes great. supplements that you take before a workout. No, yeah. it tastes great. Zero sugar, but it tastes like uh blue raspberry. I don't know how that works, but uh it's awesome. Check I like out, to uh, mix it up and I like to mix it up and freeze it into ice pops and eat it on a cold on a hot summer day, sorry. On a cold summer day. <laughs> Uh, you can go over to Swift, SwiftLifestyles.com and use I'm code. just flying by wire here, man. OMG Pod 10. That'll get you 10% off and uh, free shipping. So get yourself a tub of one more game inspired Reaction XL and uh, you won't regret it. You're listening to the One More Game Podcast. They keep nagging, we keep playing. Now, back to your hosts, The Stroke and Swift Mita. I'm Pickle Man! All right, guys, let us move into the major topic for the week, the Legend of Zelda series. All right, we're excited about this. This is probably one of the series that deserves the most time and respect, but uh, as is tradition, we won't bore you for too long talking about stuff. So let's just start off with this, guys. Swift, what is your favorite Zelda game that you've ever played? Ocarina of Time. No, just hands down. No, not even a hesitation. Absolutely. No. Nope. Nice. Just part yeah. of your childhood, probably. It was part of my childhood. And, and like, I know we've kind of dabbled in this before as far as favorite games of all time, but part of my childhood, part of my sister's childhood, watching her get scared in temples and having a helper. I mean, it, it was just a, the game was a masterpiece on N64. Yeah. It was. Hard to describe how good that game was yeah. at the time. Cool. Pickle Matt, how about you? I think you're probably a little bit different, maybe. Yeah, I never, I didn't actually play a whole lot of Zelda as a kid. We, just one of the games that we didn't get, you know, um, sometimes that happens. We had like Star Fox and Mario and stuff, but we never really had Zelda. Uh, so my favorite one of all time is... Breath of the Wild, because that's the one I remember playing the most. Nice. Yeah, we all, uh, I remember all of us hunkering down in Korea and playing Breath of the Wild for hours on end. Uh, That game has an infinite number of things to do. Yeah, it really does. Did you find all the the Koroks? 
no, I, I got pretty close, but then uh, I think we switched to Overwatch and I, I kind of stopped yeah. playing Zelda. Nice. It's, it is a hard yeah. game to get back into, I will say that. Yeah, there's a lot I've, of dynamic tried. to the game. I have tried to get back into it and I just can't. It's funny too because it explains the controls so well while you're going through it, but as soon as you don't play for a little while, I'm like, how do I use my stasis or whatever? Like, I'm just no idea what I'm doing. Yeah, it's kind of the problem with the switch with the motion controls because you can, if you don't play that for a while, you can easily like forget the. Because Splatoon does that. Did you guys play Splatoon? A little bit, yeah. I never yeah, use the mo- motion controls to aim. So if you don't play for a little bit it's like getting back into call of duty where there's just seven-year-olds noobs dominating mopping you up with their ink so to speak yeah with their splooge nah all right mine is a little weird controversial i guess but first i'll say what butter toast is since he's not here and his is definitely not on people's top of the list for the most part but he loves absolutely loves skyward sword he just beat the HD remaster with his son. I think they played it twice through, actually. But he loves that game, uh, which is cool. Mine's also a little bit of a curveball. I love Majora's Mask. I love how dark it is, how weird it is. I love the time aspect of it. I love the temples, and it's a great game. I wish they would remake it. Dude, I'll, I'll be honest. Majora's Mask is one is up there on mine. I just, you're right. It's darker, but it's also like weird. It is weird. You know, where you have to control the time and you have to beat the clock and all the things. And it's just like, it just throws kind of another different thing into the storyline. Yeah, it's definitely the kind of. It's one of the weird games in the series because there's no Ganondorf. Like, the bad guy's not really someone you would expect to be a bad guy. So there's a bunch of weird stuff going on. But I love it. Did you guys see that they remade Ocarina of Time in 2D like six years ago? Yeah. they made, It came out for the... The top uh, down. Yeah. What was, what was the game... What was the original Zelda that looked like that? The 2D top down? Because I do remember playing that Zelda. The you guys 2D top-down? Well, the original yeah. was 2D top-down. Yeah, maybe I played the original quite a you, bit I bet you NES. probably played Link to the Past, if I had to guess. Let me look it up. Uh, but we'll talk about it here in a second. But uh, all right, so let's move on. We know what our, each other's favorite game is. Have you guys ever heard of the Zelda official timeline? No. Um, okay, so today, if you really want to nerd out and see how, see before the before Marvel was trying to make up the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Zelda already had figured out time travel and different timelines and how all that kind of works. So, if you want to know where it all began, it was the Skyward Sword. It's the origination story of Hyrule and the Master Sword and all that. Okay. Ocarina of Time would be considered the splitting event, okay? So at the end of Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf transforms into Ganon, the Demon King. And that's where the timeline splits, okay? If you win as Link, you go into a different timeline called the, uh, we'll call it the Hero is 
triumphant timeline. Okay? So that's where you get okay. your Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, Four Swords Adventures. If the hero loses, you go into A Link to the Past, Link's Awakening, A Link Between Worlds, the original Legend of Zelda, and The Adventure of Link, which is really weird that kind of the first two games are considered towards the end of the timeline. But these are... Wait, but, but Ocarina of Time was after the link, a link to the past. Correct. This is just canon oh, so canonically. This is retconning. Oh, yes. I see. This is like Star Wars where you have to watch cartoons and then exactly. movies and Rogue One. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, and now if the hero is triumphant, he splits into two different timelines. The child timeline, which we just talked about, Majora's Mask, Twilight Princess, or Swords Adventures, and then there's the adult timeline where you go into Wind Waker and the world gets flooded, and then I think that's also where Breath of the Wild would fit in and Tears of the Kingdom. So there you have it. The most nerdy thing you're going to hear about today is the official Nintendo-approved Zelda canon timeline. Okay, so this so got awesome. me thinking. It It is awesome. That's cool that... so. When you start Breath of the Wild, he's it's like something bad happens, and then you go to sleep for a hundred years. It's very yeah. confusing. Uh, which it makes more sense now looking at this timeline because there's like weird things that have happened. But you know what this makes me think of though is the uh, Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Yes, like, come on, Nintendo, let's get going. Can't wait. Let's get some. I'm counting some at least games. ten Zelda movies they could make. <laughs> Zelda movies, dude. That would be so awesome. All right. As long as Zelda's super hot, though. All right. Moving on. You mean Link? <laughs> I mean, Link is. Oh, wait. Super... No, wait. Zelda's the princess. Yeah. Zelda's the princess. Zelda's the <laughs> hero. Okay. Speaking of that, I love how Zelda has infiltrated Neil, Neil Trap. pop culture. <laughs> and, like, even non gamers like to make fun of the fact that non gamers think that Zelda is the. You play Zelda, you know what I mean? Yeah, like uh, when when uh, Butter Toast last night was texting me that he wasn't going to be able to make it to the game because uh, or to the podcast because he was going to the Stars game. Jen grabbed my phone and said, "It's okay, I'll take your spot. I know a lot about um, Zelda, the the hero Zelda, and the, something like that. Her green outfit or whatever, whatever she said." Let's oh see. no. I mean, it is kind of deceiving. Let's be honest, right? The series is called Zelda, and yet you never, you barely even see Zelda. I'm going to think of other games that are like that. You guys keep going. I mean, there are games that Zelda isn't even in. She's literally yeah. not in some of them. Link's Awakening, she's not in at all. Uh, That's too bad. Cool. Well, I had to just bring that up because it's kind of like your your litmus test to see if a girl's cool or not, right, guys? True. Yeah. Or if someone you know someone's a true gamer, you know, if they think Zelda, you're playing as Zelda. You're you're not the guy. You're not the guy. It's a test. It's just a test. Yeah. It could be a test for us though too. They say that she's the most important character, which, I mean, I still can't agree with that at all. No, she does nothing. 
She's kind of useless. It's like Peach in Mario. Whoa. Oh, have you seen the movie yet? No, I haven't. Oh, my oh actually, Shit. on the topic of movies, I saw, sorry, total veer from the topic, but I saw Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Is it good? Have you have you guys seen that? No. It is. It might be my favorite Marvel movie. Well, I don't know. That's a bold claim, but it was outstanding. Why is it getting such bad reviews? I don't know. I I think I cried like fifteen times. Um, for laughter. I, I mean, maybe I'm just a bitch, but <laughs> no, it was it wasn't laughter. It it goes. Wow. I don't. I, I don't okay, want to no, do any spoilers. No spoilers. Yeah. Um, well, but it was Chris, it was amazing. Wow. Chris Pratt came out as Christian, so a lot of people in Hollywood don't like him because that that could be part of it. Oh yeah, God forbid. All right. Well, uh, here's what yeah, we'll do. Sorry, did, did not want to derail the topic there. Here's what we'll do is uh, we'll just go through all the major Zelda titles. We're not going to talk about any spinoffs, anything like that, or how Link is the best character in Super Smash Brothers. And we'll just quickly talk about some tidbits about all the games. If you guys think of anything for the game that you played, just chime in and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. So all the way back to the past in 1986, it, the first Legend of Zelda was released on the NES in Japan. And it's pretty much been sold on any Nintendo console since, and uh, it's sold 6.5 million copies. Probably considered the most iconic and important RPG of all time, and to this day still holds up as a fun uh, open world game to play. You can beat that game in whatever order that you like. There are some caveats to that, but uh, how about you guys? Have you guys played this slash beat it? I have played it. I don't think I've beaten it though. It was back in the day where you didn't beat games, you know, like Lion King. <laughs> not saying it was difficult. It's just like I was like six or seven years old, and not really good at games. Yeah, I don't, I honestly don't think I ever played this, the first one. So when I was in pilot training, I bought this. Uh... I don't know. It, it was like a three-in-one console that you could put NES games in, Super NES games in, or Sega Genesis games in. And so oh, I took snap. it upon myself. So I played the original Legend of Zelda when I was a kid, but I had no idea what I was doing. My dad didn't have the, the patience to teach me how to play because it's a very difficult game for kids. And so I never beat it. And so it was my goal in pilot training to beat all the Zeldas uh, and so that was what I started with, and I embarrassingly took me a long time to figure out how to beat that game because it's not easy. Cool, cool. Yeah. Uh, then the next game I tried to play, so Zelda Two: The Adventure of Link. It was a direct sequel to the original game. It was a 2D side-scrolling game, so completely different than the last game. Uh, introduced the magic meter, and it's the first time we ever see. Dark Link or Shadow Link uh, in a Zelda game. Yeah. And by we, I mean other people who played it because I played for about five minutes and hated it. <laughs> cool, cool. Play that. Uh, Swift, did you play Link to the Past on Super NES? I did play Link to the Past. Yeah. I think that was 
Um, well, I guess, obviously, based on my timeline. Oh, well, actually, I think Ocarina of Time might have been my first one. And then when I got my Super Nintendo yeah. in college, then I went back to Link to the Past. So. I can see that. Yeah. Cool. Same story for me, dude. I played it a little bit when I was younger, still a little bit too hard for me at the time, and then went revisited it back in pilot training and beat it later on. But it came out in 1991 in Japan. First Zelda on Super NES. Actually, it might be the only Zelda on Super NES, now that I'm thinking about it. Uh, yep. And it's yeah, the first it game to ever feature the Master Sword. Uh, so I, re- mm-hmm. I remember that iconically where you go into the forest and you see it in there and the sun shining through the, the canopy. But cool. One of the greatest games of all time, in my opinion. All right. Link's Awakening. Pickle Matt, did you play the remake on Switch? I, I actually bought it and I uh, played it for about an hour, I think. But I don't know what distracted me. I think a different game. But yeah. It's too late now, maybe in a few months. How about you, Swift? Did you play this? It was on Game Boy as well back in the day. I did not. I don't think so. The cool. remaster was good, though. The remaster was really what I good. Saw. This game's a little bit weird because it's not set in Hyrule. You're in, the whole thing is kind of a dream uh, inside of Link's mind and came out in game, on Game Boy in 1993, black and white. Uh, no Zelda, no Triforce, and uh, the whole thing was a dream, and uh, this, the remaster was really good, but that kind of sums up Link's Awakening. I remember playing this on Game Boy. My buddy had it. Dom had it. He let me borrow it. I'm playing it, and I got to a point where I couldn't progress, and I thought that there was a glitch in the game, like it was broken, and this was like pre-internet, so I couldn't look it up, and so I never played anymore. I'm confused what the intent, like, what's the end goal of the game if there's no Zelda Triforce? So, just the th- to get out of the dream, I guess. Th- there's a big theme in the game of music. Musical instruments is what you're collecting, and you're trying to wake up the wind fish. Okay. And the wind fish is your waking up the wind fish is your primary goal. Is the goal. Okay. Got it. You should try the, uh, the remake. It's actually a pretty good game. All right, then uh, then we have it. Ocarina of Time, N64. What else to say about it? 1998, it's the first 3D Zelda. The soundtrack is probably one of the most iconic soundtracks in all of gaming. And uh, if you need anything else to say about it, I don't. I mean, Masterpiece, what else? Yeah, I, I actually... Shannon just texted me a little while ago, and we're talking about Mother's Day for my mom, and Shannon goes, focus on the podcast, and my sister sister was like oh tuning in now so i think she might be in the uh chat like listening so uh you're welcome for helping you beat that game back (laughs) in the day (laughs) you're welcome this is one of those games i remember playing with like other people socially while one person played and like two or three other people were in there just watching and you would like swap off dude and again i know we've talked about it before but like the shadow temple, the water temple, all like very difficult puzzles for us when we were kids, you know, mm-hmm. growing up, but just outstanding overall. Love, Love it. it. If you haven't played it, 
you can find it on multiple different avenues. Get in there. Yeah, my my sister just texted me. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Suck it. <laughs> All right, cool. Then we have Majora's Mask, my favorite game. 2000, direct sequel to Ocarina of Time. Much darker. It operates on a three-day cycle, okay? It's not set in Hyrule. You, uh, you roll into this place, and the Skull Kid has taken the most powerful mask in the world. Majora is a dark house top five Zelda game. Dark horse. Okay, yeah, I agree, dude. But by top five, you mean top one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. The way you have to race against the clock constantly to try to figure out what's going on and then travel back to the beginning and reiterate over and over again is genius. Probably the first time it's happened in gaming, which I can't imagine the code that went into that, right? Um, and things change depending on what time of day it is, what you've already done on people's schedules. There are definitely some things that happen in that game that don't make any sense for time travel, but whatever. Yeah, I agree with you. Phenomenal game. Cool, cool. Uh, yeah, then we roll right into some games that I did not play. Did either of you play Oracle of Seasons or Ages on Game Boy Color? 2001. <laughs> My brother not. had the Game Boy Color. I had the Game Boy Original. Nice. These games the were the first Zelda games that weren't uh, developed directly by Nintendo. Capcom was uh, in cahoots with them. They were uh, they were two different games. So think like Pokemon Red and Blue. They were interconnected. Not not necessarily like same game with slightly different things in there, but. Uh, the games are connected in a way where you played the other one, the other game would influence what's happening in the other one, and so you could play two games but kind of get an overall experience where the environment changed and things like that. So pretty cool according to people who have played it. I just haven't found the time, but I do have it on my Steam Deck. Yeah, and then, nice. I have not then, played that. Then we have The Wind Waker. Kind of controversial. This is probably my top three or four. I'm currently playing it on the Steam Deck. Do you guys ever beat Wind Waker? I haven't beat it, but I've played it. Nice. Cartoon, cel-shaded style. A lot of people hated it at the beginning until they realized that it's such a great, perfect example of a good Zelda game. Um, but yeah, if you haven't checked out the Wind Waker, get in there. It's kind I've of also a... seen the I've also seen on like the I don't know, I guess on Twitch or whatever, the speedrunners people get into glitches hard on Wind Waker cuz they oh, can they do, do like yeah. the the palm thing, you know, that used to do in uh Mario Party that just used to burn up your palm uh yeah. <laughs> in the, in the ocean to yeah. give you super speed or whatever it is, I don't know, but yeah, there's a lot are... of glitches in that game. <laughs> Yeah, hard into that. Uh, I'm playing it right now, and it's very um, charming, I guess you'd call it, but also exactly what you want from a Zelda game. So get in there. Highly recommend. Yeah. I love old games with glitches, too, because they they never going to patch it. They didn't have a way to patch it back then, and it just becomes part of the awesomeness of the game. Yeah. Like, uh, you guys remember Wario Stadium on Mario Kart? Where oh, you could, yeah. Uh, jump over the 
uh, Swift the is walls. a super cheater on that. I do that level. to this day. You have to. You have to if you want to win against yeah. us. If you want to cheat, yeah, you have to. All right, that's not four, cheating. Four Swords Adventures came out on two, <laughs> in two thousand four. <laughs> Uh, on Game Boy Advance, first multiplayer Zelda that everyone could play with the stupid uh, Game Boy connecting link cable. Cool game, but uh, I only played it a little bit with my buddy Dom. You guys, I've didn't worn out from Dom on that I've one. Never played it. I never had a, a Game Boy Advance, so I was always borrowing one if I was playing those games. Which leads me to the same thing for the Minish Cap in 2004. Came out on Game Boy Advance. The main part of the story was that you were wearing a weird hat that would make you shrink or grow large uh, to interact <laughs> with the environment, and the hat was a bird, and it was the weirdest thing I ever saw, and I'm kind of turned off by that game. So, But everyone says it's super good. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've nev never played it, and I think if I saw that as a trailer today, I would be like, nope, not for me. Yeah, It sounds like Yiddish or like Middle Eastern or something, you know? The Minish Cap. The Minish Cap, yeah. I don't know. It's very strange, uh, but yeah, good game allegedly. All right, then we have Twilight Princess. This place has a this game has a special place in my heart. If you look at the date there, two thousand five on. Uh, it came out on GameCube, but it was mostly remembered for its Wii release. It went back to the uh, Ocarina of Time art style with a more mature Zelda. It kind of got rid of the cartoony cell shading. It did keep a lot of the same sounds and tropes from Wind Waker, but uh, hey, Link, listen. Link turns into a wolf, and uh, there's a weird little creature attached to him. I think she turns out to be a princess, of a twilight princess, if you will, of uh, the dark world. Her name was Midna. Uh, I remember playing this game because I had signed up to enlist in the Air Force, and my buddy had uh the only we amongst all of us and so i would sleep over at his house because i told him that i wanted to beat it before i went off to basic training and i had like a week left and so i literally slept on his couch and played you'd just play for like 14 <laughs> hours a day his parents would be like are you gonna leave and i'm like i can't i have to beat this game <laughs> yeah I'm, no i'm not i'm gonna be honest yeah That's uh, awesome. but can you make me a bowl of cereal please <laughs> it's now that you now that we go through all this, it's really weird, like the amount of things they did with Legend of Zelda, like turn into a wolf, wear a Yiddish hat to that's actually a, a princess or something. Yeah, the, it, there's a lot of odd dynamics. There's always kind of a theme that they use to make it new but relevant to whatever's going on currently. So I, I think they've done a good job with adapting. There's been some misses, I will say, like Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks in 2007 and 2009 were on the DS. Uh, Phantom Hourglass was a direct sequel to The Wind Waker with the cartoon style, but you had to use the stylus to play a lot of the game on the... Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, I tried to play it, and I hated it. I never had a Nintendo DS, so these, yep, never even really paid attention to. So I've read some reviews on playing it on your Steam Deck because it is there's an emulator that works with these and apparently works pretty good. So I might check it out because everyone says the games are good if you can get past the the whole stylus thing. So 
Yeah. Let's see. Uh, and then Spirit Tracks, yep, two years later, right after Phantom Hourglass, it uses a train mechanic. You travel between towns and the dungeons on a train, which is why that Smash Brothers level is a train. Uh, but yeah, I have never tried that one. Oh, weird. It's kind of funny to s say that this is my favorite video game series, but there's like a large percentage of the games that I never really played. Yeah, I, and I was thinking the same thing when I was, re you know, looking up the list of Zelda games. And I was like, man, I haven't, I feel like I haven't played, you know, a vast majority of these things. But the ones that I have played have been unbelievable, right? Like, you can't, cannot go wrong with any, like, the N64 games, the Switch games to this point, Breath of the Wild, I know we talk about, not our favorite, but still good. Yep. Right? Yeah. So. It's a little bit like uh, God of War, where it's like, God of War PS Vita. Oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody's really played that, you know? They just kind of, like, act like they never happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe Zelda is a little bit different, though, because I, I think the DS was sold a lot more than that, like a PS, whatever True. they were. Um, so these games might be a lot better. I just haven't played them. Cool. In 2011, on the Nintendo Wii, kind of as the Wii was dying out, Skyward Sword was finally released. So if you take a look at when... Twilight Princess came out 2005. It took six whole years for us to get another one on the Wii. Uh, we already talked about it, but it's how the Master Sword was created. Uses a lot of motion controls, which is why people originally did not like it because the Wii motion controls were shoddy at best. Yeah, um, not great. Yeah. Amber Sweet 13 in the chat says, Brother, that's not your brother. I'm, or that's not your sister, Swift. That's mine. Uh, welcome to the chat. Thanks for uh, joining hey. us. And, uh, Thank you. Go ahead and hit that button. Uh, sweet. Uh, Skyward Sword. Yeah, what else is there to say about it? You flew around on a giant bird to travel between different places, which was kind of weird. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's basically it. Skyward Sword was good. It mixed reception based on the, the motion controls. They did make a remaster on the Switch, and everyone loves it. So uh, maybe I need to check that out. Yeah, I have not played it on the Switch. I tried it on the Wii, and same kind of thing, sentiment for me as far as just kind of wonky with the motion controls. Yeah. Uh, I, cool. Did, did you I play it? Did Skyward's... you play it? No. Pickle Matt? I, I did not play Skyward Sword now that I'm looking at the pictures of it. Okay, it's good. I like sixty it. bucks on the Nintendo yeah. Store for a remake. Welcome to come the future. on. Well, welcome to the future, dude. Everything's sixty dollars. I know, especially Nintendo, man. Yeah. Cool. And then we got uh, Link Between Worlds on 3DS in 2013. It's awesome. I love this game. It's a it's an homage to uh, Link to the Past. It has a mode where you can go 2D and melt into the walls, almost like you do in the 2D mode when you're playing Super Mario Odyssey. You're like paint Ooh, on the nice. wall. And then, yeah. Uh, yeah, introduces low rule, which is like the dark side of the world. And then 
it's very similar to Link to the Past. So sold 4.2 million copies. Really good game. And fun fact, the only Zelda game that Jen has beaten. No wow. kidding. Yep. She beat it all on her own when we were first getting together, if you know what I mean. Okay. <laughs> mm the uh title art is pretty cool it's got like the uh the triangles inverted in black yeah. I, you it's you would like both under, actually underworld thing really like that game but it's on 3ds which is hard to you don't know me come by. you can't you can't emulate that or what you probably can i haven't tried but you probably can yeah if you own the game of course legally of course legally, do they still yeah. sell 3ds are they still available I bet you they probably do on their website. Oh, yeah. Discontinued September 16, 2020. They sold 75 million copies. Holy cow. Yep. Good for them. All right. And then last but not leastly was the uh, Breath of the Wild on Wii U Switch 2017. Sold 30.7 million copies and one of the best-selling games ever, which is mind-blowing. Mind bottling. I mean, with all the history behind it, it's I I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where people are into the series and they're just like Zelda game. Yup. Yep. Sign I'm me up. Buy that every six years. This was, sign me up. This was a Switch seller, though. It this was sold yeah. to Switch. Yeah. I mean, it was bundled with it. I think for most of them. So they the development of this one was actually. Um, first purpose for the Wii U and then they decided that it was time to uh, convert it to a Switch game and I think did it release it did release with the Wii U as well right it came out on the Wii U it did eventually yeah but but originally they weren't I think they weren't going to release it on the Switch and they, they started building it before the Switch was actually a thing and then they uh, so... later converted it up until Tears of the Kingdom, I brought this up in a different uh, yeah, podcast just, just at one point. Say, but there was a historical precedence that if a Zelda game oh, was yeah. ever delayed, it was because a new console was coming out for Nintendo, yeah. and they were putting it on that. So that was the case with Twilight Princess as well as uh, Link to the Past, and I do think the same holds true for Ocarina of Time. That would make sense, yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And that brings us to the Tears of the Kingdom coming out tomorrow in about one hour. Uh, all right, so let's just talk about what we're expecting, what we're excited about. Uh, Pickle Matt, I know you're the most excited, so I'll let you lead off. All right. Here's what... Uh, okay, here's the downers that I, I'm wondering about, right? So the complaints that we had, you didn't like the dungeons on Breath of the Wild? And then I think a lot of people didn't like the, uh, what is it called? The weapons that can break. Yeah. Yeah. That was frustrating. You would like, I remember hoarding weapons and being like, oh, I just don't want to use this because what if I need it later? You know? Yeah. So you end up swinging around a palm tree branch instead of like actually using weapons. <laughs> um, so, uh, I I bet they I bet they got the feedback on that, so I'm hoping that's fixed. But what I'm most excited for now is the new dungeons and then the the new crafting system. It looks like you can do. Not that Breath of the Wild didn't have a sh like that it had a shortage of things to do because clearly there was infinite things you could do. But now it just seems like 
that's going to exponentially increase with the amount of crafting and building that you can do. Yeah. Combining weapons and making rafts and stuff like that. Yeah. It looks like there's some really cool stuff you can do. Uh, and we're going to be, I think we're going to be up in the sky a lot more kind of building flying machines. So that should be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. If you're and wondering what there's people a lot of fly go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, there's a lot of flying islands from what the trailers showed too. Yeah. If you're wondering what Pickle Matt was saying about the dungeons, basically uh, they did get a lot of feedback about the dungeons in Breath of the Wild and how they were kind of more just puzzles. And then the the giant beasts were, they were dungeons, but they were there was no theme to them. They were pretty easy and straightforward. The boss wasn't very unique per dungeon. Uh, and so they took that feedback, and here's what the developer, the art director of Tears of the Kingdom had to say. The dungeons are huge, and each carry their own regional look and feel, just like a traditional Legend of Zelda game. We think they will provide a satisfying challenge for players. They will certainly challenge, they were certainly a challenge to develop for. Uh, so I think that is all I need to know, to know that I'm getting some Zelda dungeons back into my Zelda yeah baby yeah it's gonna be great i the cooking sounds the different it it has very unique uh sounds in the game what i remember from breath of the wild um so i'm anxious to get back in there and just like feel the nostalgia of hearing all that kind of stuff and like yeah, isn't, cooking isn't one of them like bing 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 boom bing no that's pokemon I, oh yeah you're right yeah yeah pokemon thanks neil no but i can <laughs> I can still hear the cooking sounds and I can still hear the like the menus. Uh yeah. they're just very unique and, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, I, I love that game. The sound design wait. in that game is actually really good. It is. One thing I'm not a huge fan of is climbing with stamina. Stamina oh, bars. True, yeah. yeah. I think they, they, saw, they I think they have ways of getting around that in this game, so Yeah, you can like go through like solid objects somehow. Yeah. I saw in the preview. Like Santa Claus or something. All right. Yeah. Well, Swift, what are you looking forward to? I I mean just getting in there. Dude, I'm looking forward to it all. Um I'm excited for a new Zelda game. It's been a while, obviously. What, twenty seventeen, so six years now. Yeah. Um, really looking forward to the dungeons like you talked about and um, I, I'm sure you're going to bring it up but I'm going to steer your thunder but uh, Toast posted a, an article in our discord that said um, the game is the highest rated game of the last five years on Metacritic which is kind of crazy yeah because we just got done with Elden Ring and God of War Elden Ring, God of War I mean, there's so many good games. The fact that it's, and you know, it's kind of, I guess um, tapering expectations based on critics, but yeah. I feel like these critics are better than movie critics as far as actually appreciating a game and not just looking for the, um, you know, progressing human experience. Yeah. Nintendo just, they just do what. I just they they're just magical, you know. It's like the Disney that's prime situation, you know. Like right. they just know how to make a really enjoyable game that doesn't necessarily have all the uh cocaine like effects of like a Call of Duty and whatnot. Like 
Super Mario Odyssey. We talked about that at, at length. It's yep. just so incredibly fun. Uh, you sum it up perfectly with that, dude. I want to play a game where when I play, the only thing that I care about enjoying is my time with the game and and figuring things out on my own and not having to worry about my rank or if I get the if I win or if my teammates suck. Like right. Nintendo has we- perfect weapon skins, all yeah. that BS. Yeah, battle pass, all that stuff. I'm just yeah. excited yeah. to play a game that honors what a video game should be and Nintendo does that better than anyone else. Yeah. Really quick, Breath of the Wild and obviously uh, Tears of the Kingdom is the basically the same uh, art style. But the art style with this game, how do you describe? The, how would you describe this to people? Because it, it it doesn't look cartoony. It doesn't no. look cel shaded. It doesn't a, look realistic. It's, al- it's almost a mix of all of them. It kind of looks cel shaded sometimes because things are highlighted with brighter colors and stuff. But it. I don't really know how to describe it. It's not, there's no, I can't compare it to any other game. It's the I think it's the I think I don't know. I think it's one of the perfect art styles for like just a plain fun game that we've seen. Right. It's so cool. Well, cool. Here you have be, it, folks. It's going to be great. You know what we'll be doing this weekend and uh I hope you guys get some time to play and enjoy a video game for what it should and could be. Hopefully it's uh, everything we're hoping for. But with that, we'll uh, we'll kind of get into what we played for the week. All right, Pickle Matt, lead us off as you've been doing all day. Yeah, I remember. I just remember that uh, no matter who plays this, has the option of playing uh, Zelda on mobile because it's a Switch game. So I'm super stoked for that too. Oh yeah, true. Uh, because I don't need to be tethered to anything. Uh, but what I played this week was Heroes of the Storm, and that's it. I think I played a game with you, Stroke, right? Yeah, we played, after the last podcast, we played a couple games. I'm winning quite a bit. I've been playing a, a decent amount, and uh, I played a few Heroes for the first time ever, which was surprising to me. But uh, Actually, yeah. when I turned my computer on this morning, I saw you, Easy, and Tiger on playing ARAM or whatever. I actually wasn't playing with them, but I did play with them earlier in the week. Oh, got uh, it. They were already playing, and my my son was napping, so I was like, I didn't want to bother them and be a lever in the middle of one yeah, of their games. Yeah, I got it. Know. Amber Sweet 13 so. in the chat says, I'll have to get Patton on some Zelda. That's my uh, nephew there. Here's what I want you to do, sis. I want you to have him play the Zeldas in the order in which they were released and tell us how long it takes him to beat each oh, one. Oh, dear God. That's a tall, tall task. Oh, he's how a long, gamer. He's a, he he's a God gamer. Is he? Oh, he is. Love that. All right. Uh, what about you, Swift? What would you play? I think you finally got to play a video game. I played a video game for the first time in almost two months uh, this Whoa. week. And it was Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Ooh, I'm curious. How is it? Um, it's really cool. I'm I'm enjoying it. I I didn't play. I played like I guess two hours total. Um, but 
the way that you can split your lightsaber to have like one beam, you can have two beams opposite side, you can split them to dual wield. Um it's it's really fun. That I cannon? didn't I don't know. <laughs> I think they have said that game is canon. I think they um, I think they did, yeah. Oh, Swift, I got to show you this since we're talking about Star Wars. Jen got me this on May the 4th. I'm about halfway through, but... Oh, it, yeah. It's an X-Wing. Dude. That's a big X-Wing. It's a massive X-Wing. I, I, I think we talked about it. Nice. Um, at some point That's after expensive. Christmas. But... Legos are like the most zen, relaxing oh. thing you can do. Every time I'm stressed out, I just do Legos. They're they're wonderful. I love them. Um. Anyways, Jedi Survivor is good. Uh, really enjoying it. Same same kind of sentiment as the the first the previous one, as far as it makes you feel like a Jedi. Um. And I've only done the first. I just got off the first world, so I'm not like super far into the game or anything, but nice it's it's fun oh cool that's i'm glad you got to play a game and you got to play something that you were wanting to to get into rather than just yeah. kind of wasting some time on something all right i'll jump in real quick i've been playing more final fantasy 3 uh the game is way better than the first two so i'm i'm happy for that there's a lot more mechanics going on there's this whole part of the thing where you can't go into this world unless you shrink all of your party members down to the size of a frog which is weird but that's how it works uh let's see i played legend of zelda wind waker on my steam deck because i own it on gamecube uh a lot more baseball like i said everything's baseball right now to liam so mlb the show he wanted to be the <laughs> He picked a team of all baseball greats, so he hit a home run basically every at bat with Hank Aaron, Lou Gehrig, <laughs> yeah. Babe Ruth. While That's I'm over awesome. here, I'm over here being the Phillies because I don't get to pick my own <laughs> team. He picks them. Like uh, Barry Bonds, Ken Griffey Jr. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Uh, I played some Hearthstone a little bit, and then some Fall Guys. Have you guys seen the update for Fall Guys? I haven't. No. So they just released a map nope. editor mode, just oh, like God. Super oh, Mario Maker. Oh, I did see that on the, on the Discord, yeah. Yeah. There's going to be so, some fun levels. It'll be cool to see what people come up with uh, with yeah, that. Yeah, that's Dude, awesome. There's going to be some incredibly frustrating levels. Some people are oh, going to yeah. make, make you want to... <laughs> I like to do the Mario Maker levels that are basically like Rube Goldberg machines where you just hold straight and you just go through and then you yeah. go to the oh, finish yeah. line. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, and then that's it. So, yeah, had a pretty healthy uh, gaming week, but nothing, not, not a whole lot of time. Cool, gents. That's our uh, gaming for the week. If you guys are excited about a game, you want us to play a certain game and want us to stream it, reach out to us. OMG underscore podcast, GG, Twitter, Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Love to play the game and uh, talk about it on the next episode. All right, guys, before we head out for the night, what do you got some advice for, for these would-be Zelda players starting tomorrow? Pickle Matt? Ooh. 
I don't know. I think you're going to get tempted by all the side quests and dungeons and things. So uh, make a decision early. Do you want to do the story first or do you want to go through and just blast through every single piece of content you can find and then do the story? I think I'm going to do a little bit of both. Nice. I uh, I tend to play these kind of games like a floating piece of paper in the wind. Like whatever. Yeah. Whatever, and then you're God mode by the end because you. Have and, and then I never finish the game. I never finish yeah. the story. That's exactly how it yeah. works every time. Yeah. yeah, it happens a lot. That's why I try to diligently try to work through the story as I'm doing a couple side quests. All right, Swift. What do you got before we go? Last, last chance. Fancy pants. Um, I would say, I don't. You know, I don't want to influence anybody in one way or the other. But if you're gonna play, uh. Zelda game to start, I would play Ocarina of Time. I know I'm biased because it's my favorite, but if you have an N64 lying around or if you have somebody that you can borrow one from or whatever, uh, that is truly a masterpiece. Ruth, chef's kiss. Yep. Get after it, Ocarina of Time, and then go just go right into Majora's Mask, and you'll be like, what the F is going on? It looks the same, yeah. but it's trippy. All right. But it's way different. That is it for us for this week. Thanks for joining us, guys. In the chat, as always, you guys are the best. The support is awesome. And I promise you, things are on the horizon that will return the favor, if you will. We are currently working with Viral Tech to come up with a really cool giveaway for uh, for you guys, you loyal OMG supporters. And so look out for news on that on our Twitter here in the near future. For listeners who want to catch us live, and only chat with... fans. No, no oh, not sorry, only no. fans. No, not that. Okay. <laughs> for uh, you listeners out there on podcast who want to catch us live, chat with us while we chat about video games on air. We stream every Thursday night at twitch.tv slash omg podcast at 10 p.m. Eastern time. All right, gents. That's it. You can find our other episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or omgpodcast.potbean.com or anywhere else you might find some podcasts. Before you go, I'll leave you with one final thought. Just because you have to grow up doesn't mean you have to stop gaming. Game on, gamers, and we'll see you on the next episode of One More Game. Swift Pickle Matt, see ya! See ya, buddy. See ya! You've been listening to the One More Game Podcast. Designed for adults who play video games. Adults who play video games who constantly get nagged about it. Nag, nag, nag. We hope you've enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Find the One More Game podcast where you get your podcasts. Hit us up on Instagram at OMGPodcastGG and on Twitter at OMG underscore PodcastGG. Until next time, they'll keep nagging and we'll keep playing. See you next time on the One More Game Podcast.